Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this day is the Gospel reading. Here again the part that reads, Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now Jesus did many miraculous signs, other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you have life in his name. Christ is risen. Alleluia. You may be seated. So now what? Such an acclamation certainly draws attention. It might spark someone's curiosity. Maybe for one who doesn't understand, they might ask the question, but will such an acclamation make any difference in people's lives and minds? Lost and Found sings Rachel Resinda's small sister Melinda's had come to the end of her rope, trying and vying and sighing and crying, dying to meet the boy named Hope. But Melinda stayed firmly, firmly and tightly secured in her house where her life could be sure. The windows were bolted and the doors were all locked and every day Hope came to visit and knock. But Rachel Resinda's small sister Melinda's made certain the entrance was blocked. He couldn't come in, and she couldn't go out. No matter how loudly she screamed and he'd shout, the walls were too thick and the glass was too strong. And even though both of them knew it, it was wrong. Rachel, Resinda's small sister, Melinda's, had been in her house much too long. She saw herself ugly and called herself dumb. But hope had seen beauty and brilliance and fun. The world was too scary. She wouldn't partake. But hope talked of what a fine leader she'd make. She lowered the shade and fastened the curtain. Her future was scary and her love was uncertain. And Rachel Resinda's small sister Melinda's knew all she had known was at stake. No matter how Hope begged her, please, to come out. She valued her fears and trusted her doubt. And soon she couldn't open the lock or break the window or turn back the clock. Or Hope could come inside and show her his care. Her house was too solid. Her house was despair. And Rachel Resinda's small sister Melinda was used, was used to her life and stayed there. She talked of adventure. She dreamed from inside. And all and most of those days, well, she slept or she cried. And even though Hope and others had tried, Rachel Resinda's small sister Melinda 
learned early and well how to hide. To believe something or someone has to break into the fortress that we have built for ourselves. The resurrected Jesus broke into the fortress of the disciples. You heard it in the text. On the evening that day, that first day of the week, the doors were locked and the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them. And again, in verse 26, eight days later, his disciples were inside, and again Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them. So too, it is with the Holy Spirit that he has broken into the fortress of our lives. We learned from the small catechism, when we confess, I believe in the Holy Spirit, we learn what this means. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ or come to him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. Someone or something has to break into the fortress of unbelief that we have built for ourselves. But Thomas, he had built a stronger fortress than all the others. So the other disciples told him, we have, believed, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Yes, by our experience, we have found that when we have tried to convince others of the truth of what we believe, our words bounce off them, bounce off the barriers of doubt and disbelief. Someone or something has to break into the fortress of unbelief that people build. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Even though the doors were locked, not once, but twice, Jesus came and stood among them. Even though the disciples feared the outside world and Thomas was firm in his disbelief, Jesus came and stood among them. Jesus breathes on his disciples and says, Peace be with you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Just as God breathed into the nostrils of Adam after forming him from the dust of the ground, Jesus breathes on his disciples the Holy Spirit into the stubborn clay of those disciples. And a miracle occurs. They believe. Faith is born. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. And so Jesus said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. 
Put your hand and place it into my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. And Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God, Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Oh, we might say, if we had only been there, then we would really believe. We may have doubting, even uninterested children, or it could even be a spouse. Oh, if they could just see Jesus, then they would believe, and we could be family. But we, the baptized children of God, we have been given the gift of faith, even though we were not there. Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. To us, Jesus is saying, Blessed are you. Peter wrote in his first letter, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not know, though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Here, here is the miracle, the miracle that we believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. We may struggle to remember what we did last week, but 2,000 years later, people still believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again. The resurrection of Jesus goes from generation to generation because we believe the testimony of the gospel, we know that the Holy Spirit has broken into the fortress of our lives and Jesus has called us blessed. But there are those whose ears are still blocked, whose hard hearts are still hard. There are those who have strayed and the message of the resurrection is becoming more faint their fortress walls of resisting the gospel are being built as their lives are filled with work concerns for their children's sports activities a new home their retirement concern for the environment racism and news of the war in ukraine and they may ask, where in the world is God at a time like this? And we ask, what do I say? What do I do? It is what the encouragement of the Scriptures all the way through. Remember who you are. Revelation 1 proclaims to him who loved us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom priests to his god and father you are the baptized ordained into god's priesthood mediators of the new covenant in jesus christ so what do priests do but to pray as saint paul writes to Timothy, first of all, then I urge you that supplications and prayers and intercessions and thanksgivings be made for all people, kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead peaceful 
and quiet lives, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. In other words, as priests, not only pray, but live your lives faithfully, doing what God has given to you to do as father and mother, son, daughter, owner, worker, retiree, a member of this congregation, faithful in worship. These are all being a faithful witness to our Lord Jesus Christ. And then believe the desire that God has for that person. Risk being faithful, faithful even to the point of death like our Lord. And Jesus came into the fortress of his disciples' lives, and as the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, trust that the Lord will break also into their lives. For Christ is risen. Alleluia. Amen. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.